0: On this episode, how the experience of semen retention changes over time. This is the Holistic Alpha Male Optimization Podcast, where we help you unleash your true power as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm Stephen Mathis. Thanks so much for listening and for being a part of this growing tribe of men, working to live better and be better and create more and get more life out of our life. And just a reminder that along the way, you are going to positively impact other people uh, automatically. You cannot help but impact other people. When you light your own fire, when you raise your vibration and uh, brighten the light that is shining from you, you're going to impact other people in a positive way, which is an awesome thing. So keep working, keep taking steps. And speaking of working and taking steps before we talk about semen retention, you know, one of the things that we're all going to experience that we do all experience is ebbs and flows in life. We're going to have times when we comparatively feel stronger and better and awesome. And then we're going to have times when we feel slower and weaker, and not as confident and doubts and fears pop up more. We're going to go through those cycles. Now, how we move through those cycles is a big factor in how our life feels to us and in the eventual kind of results and experiences that we have because what is kind of the default, I think for a lot of us, and I know the way that I used to be more is when things are going great we're feeling really strong we're feeling really energetic and confident we're just you know over the moon and we think that those times are going to continue forever even if maybe we can logically you know acknowledge that maybe they won't there's a part of us that kind of assumes that they will and we can keep this forever and we can keep up this energy in charge and then when we're on the other side of it we we're feeling down, we don't feel the same kind of energy, you know, something you're working on is just dragging, you're in a lower part of it, you're not as confident, those doubts and fears pop up. And then what we start to do is we start to assume that that will last forever, that we're going to be down forever. And whatever is not going well is always going to not be going well. And we kind of go to these extremes. And the more that we can ride through both of those things in a Uh, I guess, stoic, calm, aware kind of way, the more that we can practice acceptance through all of that. So when we're in those lower uh, vibrational parts, right? So maybe if you're working on your libido and your sexual health, maybe it's a period where that kind of declines and it was going great. And then all of a sudden for a week or two, it's kind of down. Or maybe it's some other aspect of your physical health, your relationship or whatever it is. When we go through those, lower vibrational parts can we practice accepting it and accepting it does not mean that we're not you know on a path to change our base of how those things are so again if we use the example of your sexual health your libido your erections things like that you can be on a path to improve those things over time and still be accepting of where you are right now in this moment today and regardless of where you were yesterday, last week, a month ago, or where you're going, you can find some acceptance with where you are today. And when we can apply that acceptance across all the different ways that those lower vibrational ways of life play out, it really changes things because it allows us to actually live from an authentic place, to not get swept up in that. It allows us to continue to move forward to be effective because what happens is if you get, for example, you get down the path of, you know, having these sort of doubts and fears and, you know, are you ever gonna, um, uh, is it ever gonna be consistently the way you want it to be? And by the way, this is something that's come up on a ton of um, conversations that I've had with guys recently. So one of the reasons that I wanted to talk about it today is I know it's come up in my own life and it's come up for a lot of guys I've talked to recently. So, if we can practice being accepting of where we are, if we can move through it with calm, and if we can move through it as an observer, it becomes so much, uh, it becomes a much easier experience, right? So it's not going to instantly change the way that, whatever it is, obviously, but when we can move through it in a more mindful, intentional, accepting way, it actually becomes a much easier process. and we realize that we have much greater strength than we often give ourselves credit for. Because one of the things that happens when we go down that path of, you know, something's going wrong, we're in a down period, we're sick, our energy's low, whatever it is, when we start going down those negative thought patterns that can result from that, those doubts and fears, when we allow those to um, grab us, it really becomes this block to actually moving forward in a positive way to taking the actions we know we need to take to executing on the you know, on the things we know we need to execute on. So we become less effective and it be, it's much more miserable, right? Like being swept up in those thoughts and emotions is hard. So when that happens, and maybe you're in that place right now, uh, if you're not, you're going to be again at some point because we all are, we all have those ups and downs. When you're in those downs, step back a little bit, look at the the long term view, life is a long game. And we go through all kinds of seasons and changes and things flow. Step back, look at that higher view. Look at, okay, what are the systems that I have in place to move me gradually where I want to be? Keep executing on those. And then just look at where you are right now, whatever's maybe not going ideally and look at it and see it as an observer and just say, okay, it's okay. It's okay if I'm not at my best right now. I'm actually much stronger than I sometimes give myself credit for, and I can continue to move forward even when I'm not at my best, right? I can continue to take those actions. I can continue to have a positive mindset, which is a big part of it. I mean, it's not, this is not just about continuing to execute on, for example, on your personal care habits, on whatever else you need to execute in your life, yes, we need to continue to execute on those things as we move through those down times, but we also need to continue to have a positive attitude because that is a big part of executing. In order to be at our best, in order to go where we wanna go and really build the life we wanna build, we need to be able to manage our mind, our emotions, and continue to stay positive and calm even when things aren't going super well or ideally. So practice that, have some patience, step back and just say, you know, right now, today, this week, whatever, this particular aspect of my life or my overall energy or my emotions or whatever, they're not going ideally, that's okay. It's okay because it's part of the journey. I'm gonna continue to move forward. I'm gonna continue to knock out the actions that I need to knock out and I'm gonna continue to do it with a positive mindset of knowing, okay, I'm playing a long game. Number one, this is a long journey. Things are going to change. And number two, I can do this, right? I'm strong, I'm capable. It doesn't matter if I'm not at my best. I can continue to, to be positive and move forward. So practice that. Let's talk about semen retention and how the experience of that changes over time. Again, this is something that's come up on a bunch of calls recently. So seemed like a good time to talk about it. And the experience of semen retention absolutely does change in significant ways over time. And probably, in a, I think in a couple of kind of, key ways or key points along the journey. One of those is that how the, you know, as you practice semen retention, which I hope all of you are, if you're not test it for yourself, um, keep moving along the journey because it's incredibly beneficial to the point of being literally life-changing. So one of the things that happens, especially early on in the journey is that buildup of energy, which is a good thing can kind of become overwhelming and it can kind of get stuck. It gets stuck in the sexual kind of physical area sometimes. So things like blue balls, you get some tension, that kind of thing. It gets stuck maybe where it kind of is getting stuck in your mind and that's all you can think about. In the beginning of the journey, there's a lot of that kind of learning to adapt, your body and your mind are learning to adapt to to that higher level of energy, which is a really good thing but it's a process to adapt to that. So you kind of bump up against these edges where you know you feel a lot of strong urges. Um, you feel just the urge to release, or maybe you just feel overwhelming sexual urges, or maybe again you feel that kind of physical tension in that area. But over time, what happens is that starts to open up, and that energy starts to flow more easily into the rest of your being. And you don't kind of get that physical tension that builds up your mind starts to get adapted to it where you start to learn how to channel that energy, not in a real conscious um, control kind of way, but just in more of an automatic way, you learn how to kind of channel that energy into other aspects of who you are and what you're doing. It doesn't really get stuck in that same way. And that's an awesome thing because that's really the, the end result, right, is You know, a lot of guys experience this kind of overwhelming, like powerful energy surge that feels unsustainable and they just need to release. And that's not where we want to be. Where we want to be is where that energy just moves into the rest of us and it moves into the other actions that we take and, and how we execute in our life and how we feel along the way. And it moves into those things automatically and it just lifts us up. Right, and that will happen over time. That will change over time. So if you're earlier on in the journey and you're feeling a lot of that, you know, kind of uh, difficult to manage urge and tension and things, when when you're hitting up against those new longer stretches of retaining, uh, have some patience with this part of the journey because it will change, and it will especially change if you're continuing to move along the journey in a very mindful way. If you're expanding how you're accessing your sexuality, if you're practicing. Uh, you know, a mindful edging practice along the way. If you're doing the things to really dive into that part of you, it will change and that energy will start to flow more automatically. Another part of the journey that very much changes is how it feels when you do release. So again, a reminder, if uh, maybe if this is the first episode you're listening to, welcome, by the way, or if this is the first one we're kind of talk about semen, talking about semen retention, Um it's not about never ejaculating again it's just about ejaculating less often and finding a, finding a, a period of time that works with you where you are in your body your age your baseline all those things we need to basically recognize that ejaculating comes with an energetic cost and that energetic cost affects us in many ways physically mentally emotionally it affects us right so we're ejaculating less often and in the beginning of the semen retention journey, especially if you've gone maybe a longer period than you've gone before. Um, You're gonna feel really, really awesome. You're gonna feel better and better by the day. And then you ejaculate and it's like, just like crash, totally different. Your whole world feels different. You know, your mind feels different. Your emotions are different. You don't have the same kind of physical energy. You don't have that fire. It's this like dramatic difference. And that can be a really hard thing for a lot of guys because, and I know it was for me, because it's such a dramatic change where you go from kind of feeling on top of the world, like, man, I'm feeling stronger than I ever have. And my energy is just awesome. And then in, you know, seemingly a moment, which is really what it is. By the way, did you know a moment? I never knew this until uh, recently. A moment is actually a specific period of time. A moment is 90 seconds. It actually has a particular measurement. So anyway, over a moment, a little bit less than a moment because ejaculating is not going to take 90 seconds, but over a brief period of time, you're going to go from possibly the super high energetic kind of place to a much, much lower place, which can be a really hard thing. And for a lot of guys, that gets them really off track, right? And I know it did for me at times where that would happen and all of a sudden, you know, the actions I'm taking are differently different. I'm just, I'm not living and being and executing in the same way, and it feels really shitty. And it also feels kind of unsustainable. I think that's one of the things that I hear from a lot of guys, maybe not in specific, those specific words, but I think the feeling that a lot of guys experience is when they have that huge drop-off, they think like, man, how am I ever gonna, how am I ever gonna retain? It's like, if I release, I just crash. Like, how how does this become sustainable? Well, the way it becomes sustainable is that over time, those, The feeling that after, you know, ejaculation feeling that you have in the various ways, physically, mentally, emotionally, over time, that drop becomes less and less and less because you get this gradual buildup and reserve of energy. So if we look at this on kind of like a longer term scale, let's take a year period, right? If you go from, let's say for a number of years, maybe for many years, right? For some of you guys, but for a number of years, let's say you've been ejaculating, you know, every day or every other day, pretty close to it, right? So maybe you're ejaculating 300 times in a year and you go from that to now you start practicing semen retention. And maybe the year following that, when you practice semen retention, maybe you ejaculate 50 times or hundred times, right? You start to stretch it out longer periods of time. And then the year after that, you stretch it out even more. Right? You have longer kind of streaks that you're putting together. And maybe you only ejaculate you know, 25 times or 50 times. And then the year after that, maybe now you're ejaculating you know, once every three or four weeks or something and you only ejaculate 12 or 15 times. Well, and, and not that any of those numbers, by the way, are specific things you have to shoot for. I'm just sort of using that as an example. Again, you kind of get to choose your path and how long you retain. Um, the important thing is to understand how it affects you. And then you get to choose how you roll with that but if we look at those years where you ejaculate less and less as the years go by what's happening is when you go from 300 ejaculations a year to 50 even as an example right so 50 is what four times a month basically right so once a week essentially so if you are ejaculating once a week versus 300 days a year that is a significantly lower energetic cost on your body your mind your spirit Now, if you cut that down more, it's even less. Or even if you don't cut it down more, but you go a year where you're at 50 and then you go another year where you're at 50. Well, now you've built up two years where you're you're conserving way more energy than you were in those years prior. And that stuff adds up over time. So as you practice semen retention over the years, what will happen is things become more stable. They become more consistent. You don't have this like, you know, dramatic kind of, overwhelming rise that becomes hard to control. You also don't have this big crash because you've built up this energy reserve over time. When you do ejaculate, yeah, you're going to feel it. You know, you're going to feel it a little bit. And especially as later in the journey, you're going to have good awareness of how sort of, um, you know, what's going on in your mind and your body. But especially if you approach it with the right attitude, um, it's going to feel much, it's going to be much less of a drop-off, much less of a drop-off. You know, kind of, instead of this world changing, you know, it feels like this man, this huge crash sometime for guys early in the journey. Instead of that, it's maybe like, you know, comparable to you wake up a day where you didn't really sleep that well. And it's not like everything, you know, totally changed. You're just not quite the same as you were the day before. Like, okay, it's those temporary kind of minor changes become much easier to deal with. So move forward on the semen retention journey, continue to take steps, um, continue to experiment with going longer and longer and what you're doing along the way and practice that mindful edging practice. So you can access that part of your body. Again, a reminder, long-term, the sort of hard mode idea, uh, where you're not having any sort of stimulation at all, it is not sustainable, nor is it going to be good for you long-term, very, briefly in the beginning of some getting away from porn journeys, that can be a beneficial thing. Long term, not the way. We want to be mindfully edging, accessing your sexuality on a regular place, a place um, regular way along the journey. So practice that and continue to stretch out those times. test longer if you've ever if you only ever gone three or four or five days, start pushing out to a week or two and see how you feel continue to practice it, not only alone, but with your partners, right? That's another part of kind of the journey is for a lot of guys, you learn to start practicing it in terms of on your own and your masturbation practices, but then taking it into actually having sex with a partner is a different thing, right? So maybe you go from being single to now you have a partner, okay? So now how are you gonna practice it in the context of that relationship? Or maybe you're in a relationship and you start practicing semen retention while you're already in the relationship in terms of practicing it on your own. And then again, now, how do you bring it into the relationship? One thing in terms of bringing semen retention into a relationship is that um, I have found both in my own life and experience, as well as in so many guys that I've talked to that when it comes to your partner, when it comes to talking to your wife or girlfriend about this, uh, there's, sometimes there's a little bit of a hesitation in guys to talk about it. And sometimes there's a little bit of a, A journey for the ladies to understand it. However, if you will talk about it and if you will talk through the reasons why you're doing it, and if you'll start to practice it and start to put it into, you know, actually into practice in your relationship, what will happen is I've seen this and heard about it over and over again. I should say I've heard about it and seen it in my own life is that your partner will uh, not only adjust and accept that, but actually grow to love it and and that will be, um, it will be something that you actually, for a lot of guys who practice this with a partner, you end up kind of setting the standard in a lot of ways where once women are with a guy who is practicing senior retention, they don't really want to be with a guy who's not. Because not when you practice senior retention, not only does it affect your energy, your charge, your enthusiasm and fire, and you know, a lot of the things that make you um, attractive and capable it also affects the energy in the context of the relationship. So if we think about this on a, on a uh, primal biological kind of level, before you ejaculate, your body is in this very much like go procreate, make a baby, you know, and you feel drawn to your partner in a lot of ways, you feel that energetic draw. Well, as soon as you ejaculate, now from that primal biological perspective, your body's like, okay, like we did what we needed to do, all cool. I don't really need to work to, you know, attract this partner. I don't really necessarily need to be, you know, super driven to be with this person or whatever. That's kind of on a primal level. That's what your body's kind of saying. So that affects the relationship. It affects the relationship. A lot of guys, when they, even if they're having sex often, that's a great thing. But if you're having sex very often and you're ejaculating every single time, what often happens is the relationship fades. And I think a lot of relationships actually get into trouble because of this being a pretty significant factor, because if you're ejaculating excessively and it's kind of draining that energetic charge between the two of you, you're not going to really feel as drawn to that other person. She's not going to really feel as drawn to you. It just sort of slows down and, you know, lowers the frequency and the level of that kind of electricity going between the two of you when you practice semen retention on the other hand it keeps that high keeps that energetic charge high it keeps that attraction high it keeps that you know desire for each other high which is a really really good thing so it's very likely that if you've not talked to your partner about this that if you do talk to your partner about this and you do practice it and start practicing it it's very likely that number one, you will start to love it because of how you feel and your partner, she will very likely start to love it as well because it really does make relationships stronger and better. One of the basic things with a lot of guys who, you know, if you look at sort of the, the average guy walking down the street who has no idea and you ask them about semen retention, a lot of guys are gonna think that it's about giving something up. And same thing in the context of the relationship right? So when it comes to that alone aspect, or, or regardless, they're gonna, you know, guys often look at it as somehow giving up that, you know, that moment of orgasm and ejaculation, which by the way, you can orgasm without ejaculating. Um, but a lot of guys will look at that as sort of giving something up. And then in the context of the relationship, they look at it as giving something up, right? Like they enjoy this, this moment when they ejaculate in their partner or on their partner or whatever. And, and a lot of women also, initially might look at it as giving something up because they like that moment right they want their partner to feel good they want you as a man to feel good and that is kind of what signifies that in their minds often for um, in some ways right so but the reality is that we're not giving something up what we're doing is we're trading one thing for something much much better it's not the equivalent of You just, you know, having a dollar, just giving it to me. It's the equivalent of you having a dollar and giving it to me. And I give you $50 back, right? You're trading something for much, something much better. So in the context of your own body, when you practice semen retention, you're trading that moment of ejaculation, you know, those five, 10 seconds, you're trading that for this incredible energetic change in your body that affects your mind, your spirit, your physical body, right? You're trading something for something much better in the context of the relationship. Again, you're trading it for something much better. You're trading just that moment of you know, five or 10 seconds and the interaction of the actual you know, ejaculatory fluid and how people get all attached to that. You're trading that for something much, much better, which is not only the energy you feel in your own body, but the energy you feel in the context of the relationship. It keeps the relationship strong. It keeps you desiring each other. It keeps you at this higher frequency because in the context of a relationship, there's really three frequencies there and, and frequencies, just how we're, how we're running in our life, right? The level that we kind of feel at, and literally it's almost like on a dial, right? We run at higher or lower frequencies. Well, in a relationship, there's three, there's your frequency, there's her frequency, and then there's the frequency of the relationship, which are kind of three separate things. And if you practice semen retention, it's going to raise your frequency. And if you practice semen retention in a relationship, it's going to raise the frequency of the relationship. I promise you it will. So continue to move forward on this journey. Let me know if I can help you and support you. Uh, there's lots of questions that come up. There's lots of kind of obstacles and setbacks that guys run into. And uh, it can be very helpful to talk to somebody about this, to have some personalized guidance in where you are. So if you'd like to do that, schedule a coaching call with me. Um, Either way, sending you guys all my best. Have an amazing rest of your day and we'll talk to you soon.